0: The sermon for this evening, uh, this evening's Vespers, is from the book of Galatians, chapter 2, verses 15 to 21. Uh, The sermon is entitled, Joyfully Lutheran, What Does Baptism Indicate? Uh, Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. I think thinking about that verse, you know, I, I know when I was a child, I we, we would have these uh, mentors, and they would always give us these flashcards, right, to memorize. I think this one in First John five eleven to twelve, or the ones that I I think memorized first. Um, and it always gets me to think about when I was little and I was memorizing these verses, did I exactly know what they actually meant for myself? And it always makes me think about that as we go through this uh, sermon about these very verses of Galatians two fifteen to 21, because there's a lot to say <laughs> about our life of faith. And what it means to be crucified in Christ, right? We're going to talk about that today. Now, a few weeks ago, I attended again in the Midwest, uh, the doxology conference. And for pastors, this is kind of like our, uh, our time of gold, right? Our, our time of receiving the goods Uh, as we continue to hone our craft in the care for souls. And and doxology does a great job of doing that to get us back to always fine-tool and retool and renew uh, what we are called to do. But uh, I think when we were going through these studies, um, I got my old-school notepad out with my pen and just, you know, just continually uh, uh, writing down and jotting down all these notes from what I was listening to. Uh, But Dr. Kleinig... He's a wonderful theologian that many people know. But uh, uh, he spoke about uh, the conscience, uh, the assurance, and the certainty, and boldness of the Christian life. That all these entities, um, as we see it, are anchored and rooted um, in the Word of God. So when we talk about who we are, it happened happened again, right? (laughs) No, we find that that's a very um, endearing to hear that they catch our voices. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, the point is right here, is that uh, when we live this life of faith, it is a life of certainty, boldness, assurance. And we go in a clear conscience. Because we go with this verse, I am crucified with Christ. Now, What does that mean, crucified with Christ, that we live in Christ? It goes back to what this baptism indicates, that whoever has been baptized into Christ has put on Christ. We're not digging and wondering where Jesus is, but we know by his very word where he promises to be that he is given and he is here with us in our baptism. That we're not searching and gathering and hoping we find Jesus, but we are sure and certain and with great boldness and assurance knowing that Christ is indeed living with us and in us as we live life now in the life of faith in the Son of God. That we live in the baptismal life. The baptismal life that gives to each and every one of you. The assurance, the seal, the guarantee, the the certainty of all certainty. There's one thing that you can bank on in this world, the Word of God. The assurance of all assurance that He gives. Because it is the Word of God. Of God. I know at home, uh, you know, my wife puts on the Sunday sermon as Jeff puts those on the internet, and, and I was listening to myself, which honestly I don't like doing. I, I'm so tired of my voice. <laughs> but I said in that sermon, We are who we are by what God do- has done for us by His grace. Right? We are who we are. Our faith is trusting and clinging to what God has done for us. And in the blessed water and word of holy baptism, there we find who we are, that you are the salt, you are the light, you are the children of God, no longer isolated or condemned or, 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 uh, or lost, but now reconciled and redeemed. The word pointing you to Christ, buried with him, raised with him, Roman 6, in this gospel. But as we live and are connected to the life of Christ, there also is, and as we encounter daily, if we are discerning and honest with ourselves, is the evil foe. I know I mentioned this book before, but uh, Dr. John Pless wrote this book, Praying Luther's Small Catechism. And as I was reading his book today, as I was deliberating the sermon, um, he wrote this, and I thought it was great, so I, I put it down here. But he says, baptism is no joke, for in this sacrament, a child of Adam becomes a child of God, and thus acquires an enemy in the evil foe. Or as uh, if you read that chapter in Joseph Philly Lutheran, President Harrison writes, I struggle with the old Adam. He's a persistent monster. Yes, we know who we are in Christ Jesus. We are children of God all by what he has done. Our faith clings to that very reality of the word, the sacrament given to us. But yet at the same time, we cannot uh, ignore and negate and sweep under the rug, that the fight is still there, right? That we are, we are forgiven, we are redeemed, we are set free. But there the devil continues to throw his ugly and, and confusing and, and, and twisted words that do what? That aim to doubt, to turn you away from God and his word. Daily, Right? I know this morning at Bible study, we spoke about not my will, but thy will be done. And constantly with the flesh, the world, and the devil, our frail flesh continues to battle, continues to struggle with this very sin. Now, it's interesting as we hear these words from Galatians that though we live in the flesh, we still do, we we live in the newness of life in Christ Jesus in his name Yet we face the tug of war, the fight in our old Adam, that corrupt and evil nature of, uh, of man, the old Adam that desires its own temptations, its own independence, as it flees to its fleshly desire. That even when we hear those words in the Gospels, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Sin wants no part of self-denial. Sin is burdened by this cross-bearing that Jesus calls us to do. Um, Sin does not want to follow anyone or any word that is outside of themselves. Sin is that monster, that voracious appetite that is all about things that are temporary and carnal, addictive they are, that we tell ourselves just a little bit. And there the floodgates open as we hunger and thirst for more and more and more in our flesh. Indeed, the persistent monster this old Adam is. So persistent that we don't even know and are aware at times that it's actually happening. We get so puffed up quickly, our words unleashed from our mouths. They are full of gossip and and division, like knives coming out, causing great destruction in our lives. The monster that desires to be the king, that desires to be Jonah-like taking control, running away, and doing as we please. Persistent this is as we face it every single day in our lives, as this monster attempts to ravage and destroy, to turn us away in this great spiritual battle. See, the thing is, the devil doesn't tell each and every one of us as we go down this path of of self-absorbing sinfulness that at the end of the day, we're left with a damaged and conflicted, full of guilt, full of shame conscience, right? We make that last-ditch effort, that futile attempt to make things right for our conscience, you know, we, we try to do good, we convince ourselves, you know, I'm not so bad. We try to gain assurances through platitudes, a certainty through works, boldness through our moralism, and all we're left with is more despair, doubt, and great terror. See, as I talked about at the beginning, right? About the conscience. How are we certain? See, the master accuser himself, he continues to poke and prod, ever trying to find those loopholes, those little crevices engaging us With accusations, that's his job, right? Those accusations that cause great doubt in the word of God, not only in the word of God, but the promise that he uh, gives to us in that very word that we are actually delivered and rescued. Yet the evil foe tries to turn that around and he asks the question, are you sure? And there as we turn our eyes away from Christ, we are left And done for. But take heart, because our faith is not about what we have done. But our faith is about what God has done for us. Luther writes in the large catechism. So when our sins and conscience oppress us, we strengthen ourselves and take comfort and say, nevertheless, Nevertheless, I am baptized. Remember, baptism is a gift given to you. Not a work, not what you have done, but God gives you this gift. Nevertheless, I am baptized. The Christian life is the baptismal life. What does baptism indicate? It indicates the life of repentance, where we daily repent of our sins and we flee to what is true and right and certain with great assurance and boldness we go. And that truth is not in ourselves, but it is outside of ourselves, and that is the cross. The nails in his hands and his feet, shedding his body and blood for you, cleansing you as the suffering servant Jesus is on your behalf. And therefore, we read those words today in Galatians 2 I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live. I'm no longer bound. Like, that's our confession. I'm set free. Why? Because Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This is the truth. This is your life. All the things that you're going through at this very moment. The word points you to your true life that though I am a poor, miserable sinner, yet in faith in the gift of baptism, there we are given the comfort, knowing full well that we are forgiven of our sins, buried and raised with Christ, in Christ we are. And daily in repentance we flee to what is true, what is life-giving, what is certain, what is assured, what is bold. And there we draw near with a clear conscience in the newness of life that indeed by His word we live. We're not wondering if God is with us. Where is He? We know. We're not doubting whether we are forgiven or not or that we have done enough because He has. We're not desperate trying to find somewhere where those keys are to eternal life because they've already been given but we reside and abide in God's word. Where there we have the new man, the true identity raised to the newness of life, the righteousness in Christ Jesus, his word, his death and resurrection, surely in the sacraments, of course, which proclaim and will always proclaim for you. The baptismal life. This is what baptism indicates. A daily drowning in sin, but also a daily rising in what God has given to you by His Word. And as you are raised, in other words, you are free. You are forgiven. You are raised with Christ. You are a child of God. You are reconciled and paid for. You have that certainty, you have that boldness, you have that assurance, you have that clear conscience because of Jesus, his word that says baptism now saves you and you're saved. Rise and go be baptized and and wash away your sins and your sins are washed away. Pastor Harrison writes in that chapter, he says, I am joyfully Lutheran because the new man in me is daily raised, forgiven, and given a clean conscience. Though harassed and harangued by my sin and the sins of others, I am not defined by that sin. I am baptized and I rejoice. A lot of noise out there, right, from the world, the flesh, and the devil but I'm defined by what God has given me. The valley, the shadow of death, through even the most darkest and most overwhelming moments in life. What defines me, what defines you, is those words of Christ, His Comfort through all things. That though the devil will attack us in every which way, he cannot subdue us because of the word of God. That in the midst of our sin, there in repentance, we find and discover great consolation in what our Lord has given Romans 6. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live in the newness Of life. That is what baptism indicates. Go in His Word. Go in repentance. Go being daily drowned in sin, but also daily raised in Christ Jesus, and dwell upon those words. Nevertheless, I am baptized into Christ. I am baptized into Christ. I am baptized into Christ. Forgiven you are. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the midweek sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moor Park, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.